News, views, opinions, and attitudes. Attitudes. It's actually an uh, intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. You are indeed listening to Right On Radio, and I want you to listen to this six-second clip. In fact, it's so nice, I'm going to let it play twice. Children will no longer be your food. You shall not use them and take them out of the womb anymore, says the Lord. Children will no longer be your food. You shall not use them and take them out of the womb anymore, says the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Your children will no longer be used as food. You will no longer take them out of the womb. Those are interesting words from the prophet Kim Clement, which we're going to be revisiting as we go, because those were very important words, Christy. They were they were obviously prophetic um, words. And, uh, you know, it's interesting how God warned us then that we were using babies for food and for many other things. You know, it appalls me, Jeff, to this day, how Catholics who don't even believe in birth control can believe in abortion and utilizing fetal parts in such things as jabs, food, and other things without realizing it. Um, I have seen Catholics posting all kinds of things. I'm not trying to go against the Catholic faith, but it is just shocking to me. I mean, absolutely shocking that that can even happen. And I'm talking about, these are, these are people that I know that were at one point devout Catholics and that are now going with the flow of, you know, trying to go with Michael Obama. And yes, it is Michael Obama. Um, Joan Rivers told us back in the day. I mean, we can, we can all ignore if we want to, but listen, every transgender I know that says that they were once transgender, says it's an absolute lie. No man can have a baby. No man has a womb. And these morons that are out there trying to basically blaspheme God into saying that a man can get an abortion. All I know is you guys are absolutely out of your minds if you believe that. Yeah. And and listen, so this is going to be a bit of a hard hitting show, folks. Uh, I'm just going to warn you and I'm going to give you a graphic warning as well. But stay tuned to the end. It's not going to be all doom and gloom. All right. And by the way, we have a very special guest who's going to be joining us in a few minutes and uh, we can't wait to bring her on, but we want to set some things up. And I want to start with this because I'm going to say this is the meme of the day. Okay. This is so perfect. And I'll describe it for those of you who are listening on audio. Um, It's the NRA logo and underneath it the planned parenthood logo and the first at the top part says this organization does not sell arms and then it says the next one this one does is that not brilliant that is absolutely brilliant because you know what on one of the past episodes jeff i don't know if you have the the baby parts Um, of how much they sell each of the baby parts for, for Planned Parenthood. Project Veritas and many other people have gone against this. There have been journalists. There was one journalist in LA that had his house 
Um, he, FBI goes in, like tries to destroy all the content that he had against Planned Parenthood because they are a big fat lie. And we're going to expose the big fat lie here today. I know firsthand through several friends, I have family members that know these things and I'm not going to be mentioning any names. I'm not going to embarrass anyone, but I assure you, I know these things from people who have had it happen. And I'm talking about, you want to talk about a racist organization, Planned Parenthood. They charge oh, yeah, white eugenics. White eugenics people. Was not only that, yeah, but they charge white people one price. And then they give that. Why do they want to charge white people to not to abort the baby, but they want to do it for free for black people? Okay, it's not because they want, let me, I assure you black people, it's not because they think you're poor. It's because they want those baby parts and they do not want any more of you. I mean, I don't know how much more plain we can say this, Jeff. I mean. Yeah, and, and listen, the, the the marriage between the corporations and the, and the government, uh, the, it's a war against you folks. And these people, very powerful corporations and very powerful people in government are coming against you and the corporations are also paying for females to have abortions. Yes. And we're talking the biggest companies in the world. Microsoft. How about the banks? How about yeah. airlines? How about, yeah. if you're a woman who's working there and working your way up the top, they will pay you like up $4,000. Go have an abortion. Yeah. Yep, exactly. I mean, I've got family members to this day that totally regret having abortions you know, they've been married. I mean, everything from a normal Christian person um, who had a child and then had two abortions to a person who's, you know, never had a baby, had an abortion because it's so easy. And to this day, they regret it. OK, it's the, and this is very common, Jeff, um, in, in a group of Christian women, if they are truthful um, when they've, these people have given their testimonies privately in like a private group setting of say 50 to a hundred people, more than half of women, Christian women who people would have no idea that are sitting in the pew next to you, have come up to say they have also had the same experience. So if we think yeah, that and listen, there's repentance and there's forgiveness, yes. all of that in, in Christ, but listen, uh, so this episode we're going to be talking, and so it's named the uh, Celebrity, oh, what did I call it again? <laughs> I had a really good name. Celebrity name. Death Cult Distraction. Yeah. And listen, I'm just going to give you the theme of the show right off the top. of the. There's been three Supreme Court announcements in three days. And the first one was for the Second Amendment. The second one was Roe versus Wade, and the third one was for religious freedom that, that just happened yesterday. Uh, so we're all celebrating, folks. This is great news, right? And Donald J. Trump, greatest guy ever to you put these judges in. Listen, folks, uh, it is good news, and I'm not going to take away. Good news is good news, but there's bad news in what's behind it because it is a distraction, and it's setting you up big time folks because it's getting scary out there and so we're going to get into all of this uh in a minute but here is that why i wanted to give a graphic warning i don't think anyone talks about what an abortion is no and i'm going to do that right now 
Go ahead. You're going to say something. I, I actually, before we talk about what an abortion is, can I go into just a little bit to show people what it's what pregnancy is, so that they understand exactly what the images look like. Love it. it. Yeah, and you've got a friend with a book as well that you wanted to talk about. And I don't don't want to say, Jeff, he's not really a friend. I mean, so I don't want to get him in trouble. Or an acquaintance. Okay. He may may not really like me. (laughs) Actually, no, I'm just kidding. Um, But the reality is, Jeff, um, I actually asked him to be on. His name is Stephen A. Christie. I feel like I'm getting some feedback. Am I getting feedback, Jeff? Uh, You sound fine on this side. Okay, okay. Just making sure. Okay, so Stephen A. Christie is is the author of Speaking for the Unborn. So I met him here in Miami. Um, He did a beautiful presentation. He is an attorney and an MD, which is very, you know, what are are the chances in that, that, you know, you have law and science combined, right? And he used to be a libertarian until he actually invested in having some of these photos taken himself or purchasing the photos and evidently these are extremely hard photos to get um, because this is a baby at eight weeks old okay so this is a baby at 10 weeks old so there's the eyes um, here excuse me yeah 10 weeks old you can see the eyes um, this is exactly what they look like so there's the hands feet ribs ears you can see everything um, here's 11 to 12 weeks week 13 you can see their little fingers develop. Um, 15, 16. I mean, you can see clearly they've got veins, blood running through them. You know, 16 by week 16, they look like they're a, eating a, and they're breathing. Yeah, they're eating, they're breathing. Um, they are, you know, breathing through the mother, of course. Um, week 20, you know, here's the 3D ultrasound of the baby sucking on its own toes, which, by the way, my daughter loved to do that when she was little um, after she was born. Um, and then, you know, newborns. Okay. So just take a look at this powerful photo here. This is pre and post birth. Okay. So this is what a, this is what a baby looks like right before it's born. Okay. And this is the actual baby out of the womb. So for those of you who think that they look like aliens in the womb, but that's just what it looks like. You know, this is like, you know, this right before the baby was born. Okay, so he's also got so this website is called speakingfortheunborn.com. He gives this information out for free. If you even want his book for free, I think he, you know, if you cannot afford it, um, I think he will actually give it to you um, if you just email him. I mean, I'm not speaking for him. I don't know if that's, you know, he was offering it for free, you know, just to make sure that we had it. I purchased the book and I highly recommend it. Because when I read out some of the things, Jeff, and I'll wait until you show them what an abortion is. But first of all, I just want to show you some of the videos um, that he shared with us um, in his presentation. So this is the heartbeat. So that is proof that a baby has a heartbeat right away. Okay. And then, sorry, Jeff, my computer's running a little bit slow. Um So we've got the heartbeat um, there, and then, apologize, there's something that happened here. Let's get back to videos. And then here is the um, ectopic pregnancy. This is what an ectopic pregnancy looks like. Um, So look at the baby moving. I mean, it's just unbelievable. 
this baby moving. So how can we say that it's not real, you know, and that's and that's really when it's really, really young. It's, listen, as soon as the conception is a miracle of God, God breathes the life into that child. I mean, that was just at eight weeks, Jeff. I mean, eight weeks. Yeah. You know, so he God breathes life. That is a life. Yeah. So it's living. So for people who don't think it's living, it's living. Sorry, everybody. It's not just a cluster of cells. Um, this is the baby at 20 weeks. Really, it's like 22 or 23 weeks that a baby can literally survive outside the womb on its own. So, yeah, and by the way, for, for those of you listening on Podbean, uh, what's the website once again where they can um, see the videos? Speakingfortheunborn.com. And so he's got it very well organized in terms of, you know, his profile, the baby photos that, that I've just shown, um, the baby videos. And then he has the video teaching series. I mean, I highly recommend that everybody go through and watch this. Like I said, I tried to get him on, Jeff, and and. Um, his response was that if he were to go on our show, it'd be very controversial and he could actually lose his publisher, which is um, Emus Road, Emasis Road um, Publishing. So that's EmasisRoad.org is his publishing company. And listen, guys, I'm not trying to tell you to go. Don't don't email his publishing company because it's better that, you know, he get the book out whichever way he can, um, because that's really what's important. Uh, I'm going to show you really quick what, of what it looks like at 24 weeks um, because, you know, he believed in this enough to where, you know, look at the baby playing with Publisher. its own foot. Yeah. Do you see him playing with his foot, playing with his toes? Oh, I thought that was just precious. The baby's just playing with his toes in the womb, you know, and that's really early on. That's a 24 weeks. And then this is um, twins at um, 20 weeks. And look at this. They're, they're kicking each other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, these are really just precious. And, you know, here's what I'm going to say, Jeff, you know, many of my friends um, that, that had had abortions, they're very open with it, you know, in a private setting. Um, they went to Planned Parenthood and had no idea what Planned Parenthood really did. They thought, you know, they were going to educate them. They were going to you know, um, you know, uh, give them an abortion, you know, if they were white, that didn't really happen because they don't give white people abortions for free. Um, only the black people tend to get abortions for free. I'm going to stop sharing now, Jeff, but that's, um, I definitely recommend yeah, that everybody and, go to that. And we, we just want to say, um, black people have been targeted by yeah. government. There's a reason yeah. why they, uh, they dumb down the education in some neighborhoods and they funnel in drugs and and they've par purposely, when we're going against the family for years, look, we love black people. You are no yeah. different than you. <laughs> Listen, we, we have the same God. We're all made in his image. Every one of us, doesn't matter if you're Oriental, black, white, uh, Indian, right. uh, we're all brothers and sisters. So um, hey, Jeff, I was just going to throw out an offer. If anybody, if any of the black communities in Miami, um, if if they need to be equipped with information for their community, I'm happy to educate you on what I know and provide you with a presentation of facts. 
um, that you can present to your community, because I know many times, you know, black people don't really want to believe white people, you know, because they're taught not to. I can't say I blame them, to be honest with you, because even yeah. to this day in Miami-Dade um, on, on our buses, it says no mask, no ride. And guess who's riding those buses? Poor black people. OK. Yeah. And they so, don't have to obey it. That's right. And they thought it like when I, I recently was at a, at a bloggers um, party this um, Saturday at a luncheon. And fortunately, there was a lot of my black brothers and sisters there. I was able to educate them. And I just said to all of them, listen, think about it. We, we have people in this community and mostly black people or Latino people who they don't even understand that it is not the law to wear a mask. And they looked at nope. me and even they didn't realize it was not a law to wear a mask on public transportation. They said, what do you mean? And I said, it is called a man date. I said, think about that word. Cause keep in mind, bloggers are all about words, you know? And I said, think about man date. And they looked and they were just like a man dated it. Well, what man? I said, great question. What man dated you to do something? They didn't know. Honestly, they did not know. And I said, okay, well, it's the white old man in supposedly the white house that has man dated you to no mask, no ride. And you've all fallen for it. And what do they try to do? They don't want you sitting at a table talking to right now. They don't want you tuning into the show, listening to us right now. They didn't even know what Podbean was, BitChute was, because you know what? They have really tried to divide the communities yeah. and we cannot let them divide. We have to unify. And I'm gonna say anybody listening under our voice right now, if you are white, yellow, black, red, white, go to another community or another person and, you know, make sure they know these things. They know some of the basic things because it's the basic things that we need to educate each other on first. Yes, I sat with them for over an hour and a half and gave them a list of things to watch and listen. Um, my bit shoot channel is full of factual information from scientists um, doctors, by, by the way, Jeff, my big um, scientist video that was on my YouTube was recently taken down. But you know what? They didn't give me a strike. They just removed it as if I wasn't going to notice the video being taken down because it reached um, it reached a lot of views. Um, so that was recently taken down. And that was by one of the chief um, scientists at um, Pfizer um, was actually speaking out in the VP of Pfizer. And, and they, literally this group of people, they cannot believe the amount of scientists, doctor, and they said, is this really the guy yeah. from Pfizer? Okay. So it is very important that we get out the, what we may think are old videos. We must get those out to the black population. And I will say, I'm not trying to promote my bitch. Well, to, to the general population. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, the, the 70 or 80% of people who are walking around, you know, not thinking for themselves anymore. They, yeah. If it's on TV, you believe it. And, uh, like, like abortion is about women's rights. So uh, I'm just going to get us back on track here, Christy. So we're going to talk about the second amendment. They all tie together the Roe versus Wade lie that is being perpetrated on there. 
and uh, and then the religious freedom thing. And we're going to have a guest and get into some celebrities. Actually, it's going to be Penny Shepard is joining with us. So she's Yay, waiting patiently. Uh, thank you for waiting, Penny. We're running late today. Um, but listen, I, I feel I have to do this. And graphic warning, um, if you have kids, uh, you might want to cover their ears. Use your parental decisions here. Uh, but for those of you who are new and watching us, I'm going to give you a high-level description of an abortion. First of all, you must understand that there is a God and there is a devil. And the devil wants dead babies. Why? Well, first of all, when you were born, you have the least amount of sin in your life. So technically, uh, as a child, you're as close to God as possible because sin hasn't entered your life. Now, we always have redemption for our sin, and that's through Jesus Christ, but uh, the devil wants to hurt God as much as possible. Yes. And it doesn't hurt God because God brings them to heaven and they have eternal life. Okay, okay. But he wants to do it, but he also wants to hurt God's other children, which are mothers and fathers, and God's infrastructure for the world, the foundation of society is the family. So not only, and I know I showed that meme and it's kind of funny, the, the NRA doesn't sell uh, arms, but Planned Parenthood does, that's because they do. A yeah, baby yeah. is worth about $100,000, but not only that, uh, it gets worse than that, folks. If you don't know how many Satanists there are, and I'm this is this is just factual. You you could look it up. Start when you start to dig out, you're going to find out that a lot of our government, a lot of our judges, a lot of people in power, a lot of corporations that are super powerful mm -hmm. got there because they worship Satan. That's and right. not. <laughs> Not only, so the Kim Clement prophecy is in the beginning said babies are being used as food. Yes, they do. Adrenochrome is also a real thing where they torture alive children and get their adreno gland going and drain their blood and drink it. That's how Hollywood yes. people don't seem to age. And a lot of famous people seem to hold on to youth and vitality. But they not only do this, but then the demonic occults, it's the negative energy of killing a baby and and then all the other stuff, they draw on that negative energy. And as Christy said, women who have had an abortion, it, it affects them the rest of their lives. Yes, it and, does. And that negative energy is something that the occult these Satanists draw off. They draw off your misery. They want you to be miserable. Now, the actual abortion, and I'm so glad that wasn't planned. I didn't know you were going to show those babies in the fetus, but it was perfect uh, for those of you watching on video. Um, so you know what they look like. At a, at a In the first trimester, if someone gets an abortion, they have a very high-powered suction hose, graphic warning, mm -hmm. they inject it into the opening to the womb, 
and they basically rip the baby apart with suction and pull it out. That's exactly right. In the next trimester, when the baby's too big to go through the suction hose, guess what they do? They actually go in there. Have you ever cut branches off a tree? You know, you have one of those things? Yeah. It's like a pair of scissors on a lever with a stick. They go in, and it's the first of all, they penetrate the head of the baby with a needle, poison, and who knows how painful that is to the baby. But immediately, because they don't, they're they're not paid by the hour, they're paid by transactions, they immediately just start chopping the fetus into pieces inside of a woman's womb. Jeff, I'm just going to say too, I, I know that, you know, what you're, what you most likely have, but uh, I want to tell everybody uh, on the same website, speaking for the unborn.com, um, Stephen actually has the medical abortion animation, the dilation and cutage animation, the induction, like he has filmed all of these things so that we will know. I mean, and it's he's almost in tears sometimes when he's given the presentation because he used to be pro-choice. He is a Catholic that used to be pro-choice. He just didn't understand how medically. But in the book, after you show what you're going to show, we're going to tell you what the rebuttal is that no one can argue with. You know what? I'll just let you go to that right now. You have a 30 second rebuttal that, uh, listen, I think I've been graphic enough. <laughs> That's a. Uh, you want to show that? Are you going to, you want to show, you want to show it? Because I've got a video of it. Sure. Load it up. Yeah. I mean, I think it's. And then, think and then we're going to get Penny on as well, but we yeah. will cover all these things and why this is so dangerous. What's going on right now. I know we're celebrating as patriots, but this is dangerous. Procedure involves two steps. Okay, you have to you have to share your screen. Okay, hold on. Her doctor's office. The woman Sorry. takes pills which contain mifepristone. Okay, so yeah, because this tells exactly what it is. Yeah, make sure you public. click the button for the audio as well. Okay. Share screen tab. Sorry, everybody, um, but I, I think this is very important, and I want everybody to understand um, exactly where to go get this information. This is not information mm -hmm. Jeff and I. Um, made up. And matter of fact, Jeff, we don't even plan episodes, right? I mean, people just knew we really don't, you know, we have a topic um, sometimes like today, um, but we really don't, we're not heavily planning. We don't even know exactly what Penny is sharing. No, so, we, we we just pray before we start yeah. broadcasting. And listen, we research all day, you know, in our, in, in between things that so we're knowledgeable about all things that we talk about, but uh, yes. no, we, we, we put a general outline together and then we, uh, we just start recording yeah. and we pray before we do it. So guess go what? ahead, Christy. We, we don't edit either. So no. And, and apparently our producer didn't show up. Yeah. IU 46 blocks the action of a hormone called progesterone. Progesterone is naturally produced in the mother's body to stabilize the lining of the uterus. When RU46 blocks progesterone, the lining of the mother's uterus breaks down, cutting off blood and nourishment to the baby, who then dies inside the mother's womb. Step two, 24 to 48 after taking RU46, the woman takes misoprostol, also called Cytotec, that is administered either orally or vaginally. RU46 and misoprostol together cause severe cramping, contractions, and often heavy bleeding to force the dead baby out of the woman's uterus. 
The process can be very intense and painful, and the bleeding and contractions can last from a few hours to several days. So that's so that's, that's the day after pill, essentially. Day right? after pill, yes, that is the day after pill, um, and this is the induction and abortion. Today, I'm going to describe a third trimester induced abortion, which is performed at 25 weeks to term. At this point, the baby is almost fully developed and viable, meaning he or she could survive outside the womb if the mother were to go into labor prematurely. Because the baby is so large and developed, this procedure takes three or four days to complete. On day one, the abortionist uses a large needle to inject a drug called digoxin. The abortionist inserts the needle with the digoxin through the woman's abdomen or through her vagina and into the baby, targeting either the head, torso, or heart. The baby will feel it. Babies at this stage feel pain. When the needle pierces the baby's body and the digoxin takes effect, the life of the baby will end. The abortionist then inserts multiple sticks of seaweed called laminaria into the woman's cervix. They will slowly open up the cervix for delivery of a stillborn baby. While the woman waits for the laminaria to dilate her cervix, she carries the dead baby inside of her for two to three days. On day two, the abortionist replaces the laminaria and may perform a second ultrasound to ensure the baby is dead. If the child is still, he administers another lethal dose of digoxin. The woman then goes back to where she is staying while her cervix continues to dilate. If she goes into labor and is unable to make it to the clinic in time, she will give birth at home or in a hotel. In this case, she may be advised to deliver her baby into a bathroom toilet. The abortionist then comes to remove the baby and clean up. If she can make it to the clinic, she will do so during her severest contractions and deliver her dead son or daughter. If the baby does not come out whole, then the procedure becomes a DNE, a dilation and evacuation, and the abortionist uses clamps and forceps to dismember the baby piece by piece. Once the placenta and all the body parts have been removed, the abortion is complete. So I think that's what you were talking about, Jeff. Listen, that, that was that was tough to watch, but listen, we got to have a real conversation, folks. Yeah, and the other myth that I want to put to rest is, you know, with the all of these people going around hooping and hollering about abortions, um, there is still a DNC that can be done um, if they're if the mother's life is at risk that their doctors can do. It's done all the time, so it's a big fat lie. For anyone who thinks, oh, the, you know, the mother can't get an abortion if her life is at risk. That is, un it is a big fat lie. It's directly from the pit of hell. And, you know, DNCs, most of the time babies will go ahead and pass without a DNC. Um, but there are times that doctors can do a DNC on a patient. So it is very much untrue. That is not even that. I don't consider that an abortion because it's called a DNC. They just call it a different name. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't call it a different name because it is a medical procedure that doctors do recommend for certain certain situations for mothers out there. So, and, you know, and the other lie, Christy, is that uh, this outlawed abortions. It did not outlaw abortions. Now it goes back to the power of the states. And right. some states are outlawing it. And we hope that they all do. Obviously, yeah. hey, listen. Let's let's bring in Penny. She's been waiting okay. patiently. I uh, apologize to keep you waiting, Penny, but uh, well, nope. we just need to set up. And, and there's so many things I didn't even cover yet. But we'll we'll uh, 
recapitulate what the distraction is uh, as we go forward. And, so and we'll thank go you over for it, joining us. And we'll go over the pro-life in, in 30 seconds, how to make anybody pro-life in 30 seconds. It's been proven. Why don't we do that now as we bring Penny on? That way it's a nice transition. Okay. All right. So um, basic development milestones. These are very important milestones that, that Dr. Christie wanted us to know. Um, that basically there's two pages in his book, page 18 and 19. I'm going to post it on Patriot's Perspective. Um, that day And one, on Right on Radio. Yeah, on Right on Radio. It'll be there, yes, and on Telegram. So everybody go to Telegram. A fully um, alive human being occurs within day one of DNA. By week five, the heart is beating. By week six, there's brain activity. Kidneys are already producing urine. By week nine, the baby sighs, stretches, moves head, opens mouth, sucks thumb. By week 13, the body is sensitive to touch. By week 21, it is potentially viable to be born. Um, and he says, why, if somebody asks you why you're pro-life, okay, so in 30 seconds, he has written this. I am pro-life because I am pro-science. There is an overwhelming scientific consensus that life begins at conception. Because, okay, so number two, point two, because social justice begins in the womb. Every living human being is entitled to equal protection under the law, and the most fundamental of human rights is the right to life itself. Being, being a burden on someone is never justification for killing them. Point three, because I am pro-woman. Abortion degrades women, treating their fertility as a defect, which enables men to use and then abandon women when they are the most vulnerable. Abortion never empowers women, only the men who wish to exploit them. Point four, because I am against violence, um, abortion is not only immoral, but it's also an act of extreme violence against the most innocent and vulnerable. Point number six, because of the visible evidence, ultrasound and MRI are now, now clearly revealed to the world what's moving inside the woman's body is a living baby. That's it. That's yeah. your rebuttal in 30 seconds. And um, Dr. Dr. Christie says that um, he's tested that on all of his liberal friends and none of them, they don't have a comeback and many actually changed their minds. Amen. Penny, welcome to today's show. We're happy today. <laughs> we, um, we, we are. <laughs> I started doing a lot of research on this. Not enough, obviously. I'm probably going to be talking about this um, on Dave's Dave Zidlick show on Friday uh, because it also involves the entertainment industry heavily. Uh, they promote abortion and uh, there's some some actual, I mean, I've seen some horrific videos where there's one woman, she's screaming, let it out. And she literally looks like a demon. I mean, the, the many of the people that are promoting this. Well, they thing, are demon possessed. Yeah, I mean, see, and I, I was going to report, I am going to report a little bit on Whoopi Goldberg, but I couldn't, I couldn't actually listen to her voice. So I, uh, uh, I, took a video where they're just talking it's like a an ai voice over to just let you know some of the things that she said in support of lori lightfoot who is the mayor of chicago uh, who you know 
they're they're all pulling Robert De Niro's. So if you remember, Robert De Niro said, "F Trump." This is this is their stand. F uh, Clarence Thomas, and they're also calling for arms. And when they call for arms, Whoopi had tried to clarify what uh, what the mayor of Chicago had said. You know, saying, "Well, she's not actually calling you to stand up and fight. Actually, she is. They're calling for riots in the streets." Of and, course, they are. Uh, yes, and so it's you know, Whoopi's kind of uh, she is extreme on the extreme extreme. Um, left, and she was also one of the people that said that uh, Roman Polanski did not rape rape a 13-year-old when he raped her and drugged her um, and at uh, Jack Nicholson's home. So this is what we're talking about. We're talking about a history of people that are just very demonic. They're in uh, Satanic Hollywood, and I report on Hollywood. I report on Satanic ritual abuse. I report on um, the Satan acts uh, that occur in Hollywood. Um, and it, you know, I don't even call it Hollywood anymore. I simply call it Hollywood because that's what it is. And yeah. I was in behind the scenes of Hollywood for a uh, greater, almost a century, half a century. So, uh, you know, I started uh, very young and I was always behind the scenes, never got any acclaim for anything that I did. And then later on, when I found out I was involved in MK Ultra. I found out my former agent was my brother. Then I, I looked to see who he represented, and it's a plethora of they're all Illuminatists, and well, that's what we're talking let's, about. Let's just clarify what their role is. These people are meant to normalize different behaviors and to set social trends. So they're dispatched, essentially. And it's funny how they all have the same talking points. They all say the same words. Yes. Uh, that's because they're supposed to normalize it. And you, the person who just sees it on TV, oh, I should have that opinion too because that famous person has that. And it's celebrated by everyone in the news and everything else. Folks, they're you know what? That's exactly right, Jeff. And you know one thing that I realized when, when I was talking to my black brothers and sisters the other day is that they didn't even realize that Justice Clarence Thomas is black. Do you realize they try to keep him, his photograph off of the media because they don't want a black man, you know, being promoted for the right things. Okay. So they're really utilizing. So I want to say justice Clarence Thomas is one of the most amazing justices. There are black people don't even know about him. He is absolutely amazing. There's a documentary out that was even uh, kicked off of Amazon or Netflix really quickly. It is an amazing documentary that I highly recommend that everybody look up. Yeah, and people should also look up because the clips are still available. I didn't have it prepared here, but look at his uh, Senate confirmation trial and look what the racist Joe Biden did yeah. to Clarence Thomas. That's exactly right. And Clarence Thomas was also, they, he was brought in by Big Daddy Bush, Poppy Bush. And listen, we don't like Poppy Bush either. He's a total pedo. And um, when it comes to who actually, you know, brought him in, they thought they could control him just like they were controlling Barack Obama. Okay. So, but he did a 180 on them and did not let him control him once he was, once he was, um, confirmed for for the supreme court justices he tells all about it in his documentary i mean it's in his own words so just listen to the documentary listen to the words that he says and he tells you all about it 
Amen. Sorry, Penny. I just wanted to make sure because sometimes we pass over things, assuming that people know these things, right? Like we we think that people, you know, know the conservative voice. You know that the Black America does have the best conservative voice out there, uh, between Dr. Ben Carson and ben um, and uh, yes, and they've tried to suppress Dr. Ben Carson's story too. He's an yeah, amazing he is man. A hero. He is a hero. I met him in person. Trump put him in charge of um, really of all the housing in black America, um, the schools, the black schools and where Obama and the the far left, I'll call them, even though they're called Democrats, I call them Democrats, um, tried to suppress the black communities into making them ask for funds like every year where Trump said, no, I'm giving you the funds for the next 10 years. Because that's what Dr. Ben Carson and him, you know, said that they need to know they're getting these funds. They don't need to have to guess and nobody needs to have to like twist their arm if they're not doing X, Y, and Z. And, and Christy, I need to clarify one other thing here as well, because it's a really important point uh, that many people, most people have not made the paradigm shift uh, between Republican and Democrat. There is no difference, folks. There they're in the so. same game together. They just pretend they're it's a play for you to keep us divided into right and left and everything else. It's yeah. a play. There's very there's maybe five good people in all of Congress, folks. Yep, that's right. All right, Penny, let's get into your presentation. Sorry, we appreciate your patience with us this morning. Um, so uh, I was looking into predictions, uh, Ray. Uh, Roe v. Wade, and it was predicted by Kim Clement, it was predicted by Julie Green, not Julie Green with a J, with Bo, I'm not sure how you say his name, is it Polony? You know? You know? Polony. Polony. So he's not a prophet. And um, uh, just for the listening audience, because he's been making the YouTube uh, rounds, Bo Poiny. Okay. I'm not saying he's a bad man, no, I'm just but, saying, but I'm telling you he's misleading people. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying these are people. I don't know these. This person I'm saying these are people that um, they're in this video as people who actually predicted that Roe v. Wade would uh, would be uh, moved aside. I don't know Louis Vogel Sharp. I don't know Manuel Johnson. Um, I know of Mark Taylor, and I know of Kim Clement. I don't know yeah. any of these other people. Well, but Kim people. Clement is uh, is what I consider the uh, the greatest prophet of our generation, and uh, and Mark Taylor is uh, you know they call him the Trump prophet, and Kim Clement you know basically didn't name Trump where uh, you know I think it was back in two thousand and well years before Trump even announced his presidency, uh, Mark Taylor pro prophesied that Trump would be in. And Mark Taylor uh, not only prophesied that, but he prophesied the Supreme Court judges, just as Kim Clement did. But again, uh, God just gave Mark Taylor a greater vision and a little bit more detail filled in the piece puzzle. Uh, but Mark, in the last few years, because he said that Trump will have two uh, terms, he's been taking a lot of heat. And uh, I'll, I got to tell you, Mark Taylor has stuck to his guns. And I have a ton of respect for him doing that. He says some controversial stuff uh, that some people don't like. I happen to agree with the stuff he talks about. Yes, I actually, uh, you know, I talk to God 
my whole life. And I actually had some visions as well. And I saw the Civil War, which actually turned out to be a biowarfare, starting 0202-2020, from 2020-2024, from 2024-2030 to would be World War III. These were things that, that I was told. Now, I also understand the discernment factor. When you're told things, you're trying to figure out what actually is he saying? Because I also saw uh, Trump in his second term, but that didn't happen. And not so, yet, not so, yet, Penny. I mean, I, I'm just saying, not yet. And I and, and Mark Taylor even says not yet. And you know, he has not backed down from that at all because you know why? Because he's like, you know, I don't make this stuff up. When God gives you a prophecy, you release it. You're 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 definitely not the most liked. I mean, think about the prophets in the Bible; they were not the most liked people. Okay, because they were telling what was going to happen because God gave them the message. So it's so I've watched almost all of Kim Clement stuff. And let me tell you a couple things about Kim Clement. He predicted the Q movement mm -hmm. and Q's happens to be reposting now, of, of course. Uh, but the other thing is uh, there's a Kim Clement and we covered it on uh, right on radio, you know, a year ago, I guess. But uh he said that that one point in time, there will be two presidents and it's kind of an odd thing. Mm -hmm. He predicted the situation that is happening right now. Most people interpret it as a uh, Biden being the president of the failed corporation of the United States and actually Trump being the commander in chief and uh, Trump calling the shots. And, you know, we're seeing the fall of the cabal essentially is the way that most people who have been paying attention uh, to this or seeing and by the way I do believe it's happening I do believe we're getting towards the end but I believe we're coming into the roughest patch ever and I'm going to tell you what those things are before the program ends yeah. and, and I just want to clarify something because I think our words do matter um, Mark Taylor and Kim Clement are prophets and they are you know proclaimed prophets I don't know about the others so there I believe there's a strong difference between a prediction and a prophet so yeah, and Bo, Bo pointing at I don't mean to come against the guy because like, honestly, I think he's well-intentioned, but he is steering a lot of people into crypto, and I'm completely convinced. And look, I could be wrong. He could be right. But I'm completely convinced that that is a deep state play, uh, play a deep state play. Yes. Stay um, away well, from it, folks. Yeah, as I said, I do not know these people. I'm simply saying that yeah. they, they predicted – Roe v. Way would be set aside. So predicted or, uh, you know, prophesied. Kim Clement and Mark Taylor actually prophesied it. And these mm -hmm. people, I do not know, because I don't follow any of these people. I never follow Kim. I never follow Mark. I don't follow prophets. I talk to God myself, and I rely on what God tells me. Mm -hmm. um, so these were people that actually predicted it and it did come to pass. Uh, then also the military industrial entertainment complex weighs in. Um, Pink states F the Supreme Court. Whoopi Goldberg says, we're coming for you to Clarence Thompson. And then she says, I don't didn't really mean a call of arms when people are are going to Clarence Thompson's and they have, you know, they need to have a military contingency standing there to make sure that he's okay. Clarence uh, Thomas. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
And then um, Lord states uh, FU to the Supreme Court. Taylor Swift and Alyssa Milano and full house Jody Sweeten uh, was in uh, an, an altercation with LAPD. Um, the B, BAT Vet uh, Awards artists um, also came forth, which we knew that they would, in support uh, against this ruling. And the Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot also stated uh, F. Clarence Thomas. And so don't you think those are the real insurrectionists here too? You know, they, I mean, these are people inciting violence, I mean, against our Supreme Court judges. I mean, just yes. think about it. Have you guys ever incited violence against, you know, I mean, I, I, I completely think that uh, the installed regime is completely illegal, but I'm not telling people to go and, you know. Um, well, they are. They put the yeah. J6 committee on hold to hold an insurrection. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right. So I have a very short clip with Erica Duncan, who is two minutes and 43 seconds. She's talking about how the states are dealing with the fallout. So this is on CBS News, weekend news. Yes, with Erica Duncan. Advocates on both sides of the abortion battle say their fight is not done. Anti-abortion rights forces are vowing to use Friday's Supreme Court ruling reversing 50 years of federal protection of abortion to push for near total bans in every state, while abortion rights groups promise to harness anger in the streets, turning it into action at the ballot box this November. A new CBS News poll taken right after the court's decision finds most people disapprove of the decision to overturn Roe. A majority call it, quote, a step backward for America. CBS's Christina Ruffini is on Capitol Hill and leads us off tonight. Christina, good evening. Good evening, Jerika. What you're seeing now is the legal fallout from this decision as states all over the country scramble to figure out what exactly their laws on abortion are. Some are trying to enshrine protections into their state constitutions, while others are trying to ensure the federal government doesn't create workaround for some of the strictest abortion bans in the country. Abortions in the state of South Dakota immediately became illegal unless it was to save the life of a mother. With her state's trigger law now locked into place, Republican Governor Kristi Noem was asked if South Dakota would include exceptions for rape or incest. I just have never believed that, that having a tragedy or a tragic situation happen to someone is a reason to have another tragedy occur. I'm going to fight like hell. In Michigan, Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer is asking its Supreme Court to clarify what applies, the current abortion law or a ban that's been dormant but on the books since the 1930s. What I'm trying to fight for is the status quo in Michigan, and there are reasonable restrictions on that. There is no common ground, which is the sad thing. According to a new CBS News poll out today, 56% of Americans think the overturn of Roe v. Wade will make women's lives worse. And more than half. So what does that mean? Does that mean that 56% of Americans are liberal? Yeah. It means it's a fake poll. They make this crap. Yeah, up. they do. If you look at the polls, I mean, it's like whoever makes up the polls. That's the question we have to ask is, you know, who actually who did they poll? You know, this, these are questions that we don't even think to ask because we want to believe the news. I mean, we really yes. do. And we know that this is the Mockingbird Media and that statistics are I took statistics and I saw how easily it is to skew. Yeah. They could have went on the street in the middle of the protest. This is what I want people to realize. They could have gone on the street in the middle of the protest and interviewed technically oh. one group and said, okay, we're going to interview a hundred people. So maybe 
89 of those people could have been in the protest and the other 11 may not have been. So you have to ask like, okay, how were the people selected? Who are you doing this? And who actually conduct, conducted the in, initial questionnaires? People don't 57% of women do not say I'm in favor of killing babies. No, no. I agree. So everybody, poll. So I would ask everybody, do your own poll yeah. in your neighborhood. Exactly. Uh, question everything. Ah, say they think the Supreme Court is likely to put limits on gay marriage or access to birth control. So then they're, they're also afraid that now their entire world is ending because now the gay marriages will be rescinded as well. Mm-hmm. A victory for life. At a rally in Illinois, former President Donald Trump told the crowd that his work nominating conservative justices made the ruling possible. We got almost 300 federal judges and three great Supreme Court justices confirmed to do exactly that. Christina, what recourse do lawmakers have who are clearly not happy with this reversal? Well, Democrats, including Senator Elizabeth Warren, are now advocating to add justices to the Supreme Court. The Constitution doesn't specify a number, and historically it's ranged anywhere from 5 to 10, although President Biden has previously said he would not support court packing. Uh, okay, so uh, they're, they're looking for any and all alternatives to, uh, to make sure that they can, re they can overturn the overturning of Roe and Wade. Um, this is Kim Clement's daughter, uh, Codebreakers House of Destiny, and Don A. Uh, pardon, Don A. Clement. Okay, and um, she's uh, at one thirty-five. Is the complete uh, prophecy? So I'm going to play it through there. It's prophetic alert. <laughs> Yes, this is a blockbuster announcement. The Supreme Court has voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision just came down. It's a 213-page decision. You've got to read through all of that to find out if there are any dissents, who dissented, what precisely they said, and is this ruling precisely the same now as the draft that was leaked earlier? Hello, everybody. I am at home today, but because of what just happened with the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade. Um, I didn't want to wait any more, uh, any, just even a moment because I needed to talk to you guys like right away. And I know I don't go live anymore like I used to. And that's because um, the way it got on social media became so toxic that I, I had to pull away. And I really, God was telling me to do that. But today I am here because I can't wait for uh, schedules or anything. I just want to talk straight to you. I'm sorry. Um, the way it got on social media became so toxic that I, I had to pull away. And I really, God was telling me to do that. But today I am here because I can't wait for uh, schedules or anything. I just want to talk straight to you because of what my dad prophesied regarding abortion and the Supreme Court back on February 22nd of 2014. And so um, before we do anything, or before I go into this anymore, I'm gonna play that prophecy for you, just a clip of it. And um, then I'm, I wanna just talk about a few things. And so feel free to comment, feel free to email me as well at codebreakers at the house of destiny.org. But um, 
Watch this quickly and then I'll come back. I am restoring the fortunes of Zion. I am restoring the fortunes that were the inheritance of my people. I am restoring the fortunes of those that are elect of God and had been stolen from. You shall eat your delicacies again and your children will no longer be your food. You shall not use them and take them out of the womb anymore, says the Lord. Watch how I change everything for there shall be those who are in justice and those there are those who are in a strong position. Hearing this now. In the highest court in the land. The highest court in the land. The Supreme Court. Two shall step down. For the embarrassment of what shall take place. For I wish to place in the highest court in the land. Righteousness. And they shall attempt. To put others in to endeavor to reach their endeavors but god says hear me tonight hear me today i have this whole thing planned out according to my will for it is now time for me to restore the fortunes of zion the fortunes to those that had it once you are going to get it back this is my promise says the lord of hosts give him a shot Okay, so every single time I watch that prophecy, it's like I hear new things, uh, especially that particular segment. So what you need to pay attention to here is, first of all, my dad was prophesying about um, abortion and then saw the Supreme Court. And he didn't even realize it was the Supreme Court. He was hearing highest court in the land, highest court in the land. He's shouting, what's the highest court in the land? It's the Supreme Court. So just the fact that he was seeing abortion and the Supreme Court together in that moment is just, it's prophetic enough. Okay, so I'm going to actually read little bits of it, uh, of the prophecy. I have it here in front of me on my phone. And if you want to look at these prophecies, you can go to your app store and you can download the House of Destiny app. It's in Google Play and Apple. And uh, there's the prophecy database in here. And it's got keyword searches. You can search any word. And so I'm using that app right now on my phone to pull up this prophecy because I want to read to you from it. So what he said was, um, now what you just heard, like right before that, he was talking about restoring the fortunes of Zion's, of Zion. And he was saying, um, I am restoring, and this is God speaking to us too, I am restoring the fortunes of those that are the elect of God and have been stolen from. And I think any, um, especially Christians right now, understand the depth of what what that means um because there's also a whole accordance with israel but right now i really think that he was looking at america and he was looking at what was going on that's what god was showing him and um he said um uh, the elect of god have been stolen from and you shall eat your delicacies again and your children will no longer be your food you will not use them and take them out of the womb anymore so the interesting thing to me about this is not just the fact that he's speaking about abortion, but he's also speaking about being used. And I mean, we've heard some crazy rumors about things that they're doing uh, with the, the remains of these children who've been aborted. Uh, um, obviously, there's the things like uh, the, the, the organs that are being sold. I, I heard, a, um, I don't remember who it was, but somebody got on a hidden camera, someone employed 
uh, pretty high up. I don't know if it was with Planned Parenthood. I think it was. You, you guys would be able to correct me. But they were saying, oh, well, I could get a Lamborghini for a baby's heart. So this, and I just, just to even say those words is upsetting to me, but that this is the kind of conversation going on tells you the morality of society in general right now and where we are, that, that people are doing that. Now, of course, everybody's not like that. These are extremes. Uh, but this is what's going on, as well as what we've heard about adrenochrome and the pineal gland. And what are they doing with these babies? And these are questions that we have to ask. And it's difficult what I'm saying to you. And it's dangerous even what I'm saying to you. I'll probably get censored. But I have to say it because my dad saw, he saw, no longer will your children be your food. No longer will you use them and take them out of the womb anymore. So not just... You know, getting an abortion isn't using the children. These these babies, and this is what I'm seeing in this prophecy, are being used. The, the, the remains of these children are being used for something nefarious. I don't know how extreme it is. I don't know everything, but I know that that's important because why would God have said it that way? No longer will you use them. No longer will your children be your food. What is that? If you look at the, the welfare system, and the way it's set up that, 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 that people are reliant upon the government and then the government will take care of you. And then the, the issue of civil rights. But what about God-given rights? What about the rights that God has given every human being? It doesn't matter your gender. It doesn't matter your race. It doesn't even matter your religion. God gave you that free choice. And human beings are now putting together what is called man-made law to, to uh, control you and tell you what you're allowed to do and not to do. This is not a, a, a partisan thing. Right now, the abortion issue is a partisan issue because they want it to be a partisan issue because that's how they control you. That's how they do it because everybody doesn't have the time to sit and read stacks of books and get all this education and understand everything. And you know what? It doesn't matter how much education you get because I've never seen so many educated fools in my entire life as what I have witnessed. And the behavior of people in reaction to a, a law that is putting, again, the power of the people and the voice of the people back into the hands of the people. That's what the Supreme Court just did for you. They gave you freedom and they have allowed the states to vote. The states' voices, the majority of the people in those states are saying to use our taxpayer money to pay for abortions when we morally cannot... Uh, um, uh, justify that. I don't want my tax, my money that I pay taxes in to pay for abortions because I believe it's murder. I believe there's a better solution. I do have compassion for women who are in difficult situations. I do have compassion for people who, who have found themselves, perhaps their parents are going to disown them or, or women are going to go into back alleys. You know what? There's women going into back alleys doing all sorts of things right now and there's no reason for children to have to die for it. No reason. So I really like this woman. Um, mm -hmm. She's speaking truth. And sorry, I didn't get her name right. I had to throw this together really quickly. Um, uh, so there's going to be a couple of mistakes in there. But thanks for I, I didn't know what her name is because I, I said I didn't. I've never followed them. But I've followed Kim Clement for years. And I've probably seen most of his public uh prophecies and that particular one from february 14th of uh or february 22nd of 2014 
is probably one of the most important prophecies. If you listen to it, it's, it's you know, probably the, the better part of it is about 20 minutes long. And uh, it basically predicts the Q movement, everything uh, at, in that particular prophecy. He was on fire. Uh, and that was that in 2014. That's what's really important for everybody to remember. It's 2014. And biblically, we are supposed to listen to prophets. You know, we're, we all think that we're supposed to go to church and listen to our pastors. But the reality is the pastor is supposed to listen to the prophets. The president's supposed to listen to the prophets. You know, there's prophets are supposed to be surrounding, you know, the kings and queens. Um, but, you know, like they don't want to listen to them if you think about it. You know, so we wonder why some of the prophecies may take a little longer or they may not come true or whatever. It's because the people don't want to listen to them. Well, yes. uh, listen, the, the prophetic office is a difficult office to hold. And pro a true prophet, it says something that's pretty much outlandish most of the time that they have no idea exactly what they're seeing or anything, but they put it out there right now. What we're seeing is a lot of people calling themselves prophets who are predicting what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Guess what? I got a pretty good success rate of telling you what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen in the next uh, few months. Yeah. Do I have a prophetic gift? Yes, I do. Uh, am I a prophet? No, I'm not, but we're all called to prophesy. The Bible says we all shall most of the time. It's just the word of God reading it out. But uh, anyways, I, I want to just, so people who are predicting stuff in current times, they're not prophets, folks. They're fake prophets. Yeah. And if they say that they're, if they say that they're, you know, making this prediction, it's because they're getting it from prophets and they've realized that certain prophets are telling the truth um, because it's from God. I mean, so why don't they just give them credit and say, listen, I heard this prophet and yeah. They're copying other prophets and going out there and doing it. And by the way, uh, God doesn't give you a new prophecy every time because you're going to a new church or a new prophetic conference. Right. Um, that's not how God works. He doesn't serve your uh, public speaking schedule. No. And he doesn't, so he doesn't. Anyone who's getting those, I'm just telling you. Yeah. And he doesn't have to put on a prayer shawl to get a. To get a <laughs> oh, no. You're, that's right. Patriots okay. Perspective Telegram channel is where you can reach Christy. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I noticed <clears throat> the date. The date was significant to me because uh, February 1st and February 2nd um, are their Satanic New Year's Eve and Satanic New Year's Day. The two is very significant to the New World Order. Mm -hmm. um, so it was significant that he was given that prophecy. February 22nd, yeah. 2014. Now, February uh, 22nd also, I believe, is when they were putting their ducks in order for the strategic attack, attack of Russia on Ukraine, which occurred on February 24th in 2022. Again, all the twos are in alignment. Um, yeah, second I month, 22, everything. Yeah, yes. it, 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 you're, you're totally right. Yes, and when I saw this civil war, which actually turned out to be a biowarfare, and I'm also I also ciphered some things out. I saw that date as being February second, twenty twenty, and that was when one of the first orders um, was issued in the United States via COVID. So COVID happened in twenty twenty, um, and 
also the way that I found that out was um, I was working for a band called Mr. Red Shoes. I didn't know what that meant. Um, and that was February 1st and February 2nd of 2002 in a place called Dad's in Poway, where on the on the second, uh, as you know, you play from one night and then it goes from 930 until 145. That's how the sets go. So you're playing from, I was playing from February 1st to February 2nd, but then I came back on the second again. And the feds came in and queried me because there was a little girl that was taken and murdered um, in Poway. Her name was Danielle Van Dam. And I sang for David Westerfield, who murdered Daniel Van Dam and the mother, Brenda Van Dam. And later on, I found out that, that, that the place, the venue that I played at was actually uh, a swingers joint, which was a satanic joint. And then later on, I found out that the, the mother and the father, whose name was Damien, by the way, were um, pedophiles and they were sex trafficking their children, but yet they show up in court with their agenda. They're, uh, you know, very uh, upset, you know, of course, that this had happened, but they go home at 0202, 02, at 2 a.m. There are six people there and the daughter is taken and eventually her, bod her body is thrown 19 miles from uh, Shadow Mountain, which is the venue in San Diego that I was baptized at. Um, so, you know, I, I, I believe, it's my belief that we, if you talk to God, he will speak to you. He will tell you things. I've talked to God all my life. I don't also consider myself a prophet. I just consider myself somebody who talks to God and he tells me stuff. That's, that's it. Yeah. I, I don't go out and I don't shout out to the world that, you know, this is the way that it's going to be. I try, I just spent me five years trying to discern a vision that he gave me when I was in Branson. So I tell people, if you're talking to God, he's going to tell you things. He's going to give you some truth. He's going to reveal some truth. Not everyone is as high profile as some of these individuals who are, who have the, the public eye. Mm -hmm. um, and, but I, I just, my feeling is that talk to God and he will reveal things to you. And, uh, and these are things to edify you. Not everybody has to, again, shout it out to the world, but Kim had a message and Kim had a mission. And this was his mission to, to speak on this. And his daughter is still speaking on this and she's very vehement about it. And um, I think she's an incredible uh, person to carry on that legacy. Yeah. And Penny, you're right. Um, as, as far as, you know, having an audience, I mean, you even said like, you didn't even really know who Kim was prior. I don't think, I mean, I didn't know who Kim was prior to 2020 um, because, you know, it's like, we don't want to listen to them before they get something right. You know what I mean? Like, well, it, my like, sister Susie listened to them for years. She walked, she like me walked with Bibles in her hand. She read the Bible seven times. I, I evangelized in the street everywhere that I went. I used uh, clubs and, you know, all the venues that I went to to evangelize and talk about Jesus Christ. So, you know, that's who I am. I'm, I'm a I, I tell people I'm a little shepherd. I serve the big shepherd. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so I want to get, then, I'll put the slides back up. Yeah. Yeah, this was a, another one. I'm going to skip these other ones and go go right to uh, Hollywood. And then yeah, here is Chicago, 
there's Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot speaking on, and so there's going to be some bad language, but she's a demon. She is. I mean, yeah. she literally she literally looks like um, Beetlejuice. Yeah, she really does. I think I, th I think it's a he, by the way, just to, in yeah. the whole inversion world. I don't know. Uh, if you read Clarence Thomas' concurrence, he said, "Thank you, fuck Clarence Thomas." So this is a mayor of a major. American city who says F Clarence Thomas, by the way, Claire, why are they picking on the one black right. guy? Why are they That's exactly what I was thinking, Jeff. It was the Lido who wrote the thing, you know, right. why don't they pick on the white man that it's, that wrote the dissent? I mean, that wrote the, um, the original answer. Um, uh, but they're, but you know what? It's because they're racist and we have to call it as it is. These people are racist. They are, and there's they, black people who are racist. They, yeah, they, she like is Alex racist. Sharpton, the yes. biggest race baiter. He's made a living off of being a race baiter. And listen, she's a demon, or he, she. Yeah, Murray, I think you're right. I think, I, think it might, I, I think it might be, and I don't even know what her pronouns. It, she, it, you know, whatever her pronouns are today. But the reality is, she is probably. You know what? We should do some research on that. You know, I, I'd say she's a fap and what that stands for is fallen angel possessed. Yes. She looks like it to me. She definitely looks very possessed. Here I mean, is that's incitement. If there's ever incitement, that is absolute incitement against one of yes, our, our black judges. So I'm just going to say she's an absolute insurrectionist. If yes. you want to know what an insurrectionist is, that is it. And she's trying to incite the people. And the next thing you know, you know, I mean, when when judgment comes around before judgment, there's the law. And you know what? She's going to end up getting her own people arrested. And that's what they do. Oh, no, they, they don't get arrested. They're on the left. Right. Yeah, but even but but eventually, Jeff, I believe that that there's always times where they they have their fall guys, you know, and I, I believe that, you know, even some of the major ones. You know, if if they're not already paid by them and controlled by them, and the same people go out and do the same things, they have potentially could be arrested. And who's going to be there to support them? Just saying. I lived in Illinois for a short period of time, much to uh, I have very bad stories about Illinois. But um, you know, I I looked at it during the riots and um, in Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, and it looked like Gotham City. It got locked down, and it seriously looked to me like Gotham City. This is um, like an AI representation letting you know what Whoopi had said when she's defending Mara Lightfoot. I don't even like giving her time because she's very demonic as well. But um, I'll just play this. <laughs> The View co-host Whoopi Goldberg attempted to defend Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot Tuesday following her contentious remarks about Roe v. Wade that included a call to arms for those enraged about its potential demise. Okay, to so my she, she issued a call to arms, but now Whoopi, she kind of looks really demonic in here, uh, Whoopi is trying to defuse that, defend her, her pal, 
Friends in the LGBTQ plus community, the Supreme Court is coming for us next. This moment has to be a call to arms, the Democrat mayor who identifies as a lesbian tweeted late Monday, eliciting sharp criticism. A number of critics accused Lightfoot of inciting violence and calling for an insurrection. The View co-host Whoopi Goldberg attempted to defend Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot Tuesday following her contentious remarks about Roe v. Wade that included a call to arms for those enraged about its potential demise. Okay, so I'm just going to leave that there. So basically, um, you know, Whoopi, uh, as I said in earlier, um, Whoopi, Whoopi, Whoopi had also defended Roman Polanski against raping a th raping and drugging a 13-year-old at Jack Nicholson's house. She said yeah. it wasn't rape-rape. Um, you know, how she got where she is, her actual name is Karen Johnson, I think. Well, it's because they worship the devil, and the devil puts these people into their places. Look, yes. I'm just calling it the way it is. Yes, yeah. speak for them. To speak for him. Um now, this is Jody Sweeten. If you remember, uh, Jody, let's just play a little bit of her. I don't okay. recognize the name. Uh, Jody is from. Uh, oh, Full House. Yes, Full House. And we remember who she worked with in Full House. So she got knocked to the ground by LAPD at uh, what she claimed was a peaceful riot, but she approached them, was right in their face, and they're like, no, girl. They kicked her to the curb. They pushed her. Former sitcom star Jody Sweeten was shoved to the ground by LAPD during yesterday's protest on the 101 freeway. The former Full House actor apparently got too close. She was standing there with a megaphone in front of them as they're protecting this roadway, telling her not to pass. And they just they had enough, and they just pushed her away. Go away from us to officers that's when she was pushed to the ground air 7 hd is overhead when this incident happened you can see her being shoved and tumbling to the ground sweden is apparently okay saying in a statement in part this will not deter us we will continue fighting for our rights our hello i'm mark brown get more great abc okay so that our rights to kill babies oh right. my goodness and by the way just so, so full house was full of pedophile symbols Yes, it, it was also full of pedophiles. Yes, it was. Uh, yes. I am in touch with a couple of people who uh, had some actors that were in there, which I can't disclose. Um, and they're they're going through some very tough times right now. Well, one um, of them recently has been deceased. Yes. And the, the allegations as to how he actually died you know, um, are pretty much out in the open. Um, he also worked with Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried roasted him, and uh, the roast was about him raping and, yeah. and murdering a child, and they thought it was funny. I, I failed to see the humor in, in yeah, that Yeah, they put it right in our faces. <laughs> he got called a rapist and murders children, but it was right. a joke because a stand-up comedian did it. They're, they well, have to tell you what they do. Yeah, exactly. Gilbert is, Gilbert's pretty disgusting. I work with him on set of uh, Silk Stockings, and um, that's a whole other story for another show. So here's Pink. Pink says, uh, this is her, her uh, Twitter page. 
She says, to all of you sad old white men asking me if I still make music, I realize you're out of touch. So ask your kids, oh, wait, you can't. They hate you. I think all of our nerves are collectively fried from so many years of racism, misogyny, homophobia, etc. Pandemics, mass shootings, wars, and total lunacy, hypocrisy, ignorance of the GOP. It's all a bit much, but we will stick together. Good will prevail over evil. Yes, actually, it will prevail over evil, but you're not on the side of good. Uh, Peek has a scathing message for her fans who support Supreme Court's abortion ruling. Peek wants no fans who support the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. On June 25th, the day after SCOTUS voted 5-4 to four to reverse the landmark 1973 ruling that established women's constitutional right to abortion in the United States, the pop, car, pop star issued a scathing statement on Twitter which went viral. Let's be clear. If you believe the government belongs in a woman's uterus, a gay person's business or marriage, or that racism is okay, then please, in the name of your Lord, never effing sing, listen to my music again. Also, F right off. We good? Now, I just did a, a show on last Friday about uh, Moulin Rouge, and um, there was a, a song that she sang in um, the name of the, oh, Lady Marmalade. And uh, she did it, all the people that sang in that, did their own tours and i had a tour of her in germany where she's on stage and she has these mannequins she rips the underwear off the mannequin then she just rips the mannequin shakes it throws it to the ground and everyone in her dance entourage is doing the same thing with these mannequins throws it to the ground it's naked she literally beats it on stage and rapes it and throws it over her shoulder and walks away now i have a a friend who I worked with who also worked with Pink, and she didn't like her. And, you know, I understand why. I mean, what, what she's promoting and putting out there for you to see, it's a duplicitous kind of message as well. What was that all about with the mannequins beating the female mannequins and raping them? Oh, it's just art, Penny. It's art. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's art. And, and that's why you want to send your prepubescent uh, teen to go... See to her concert. That's right. And pay for it. Pay for the demonic concert. Pay for everything. Yes. I, I want to normalize it. I oh it's one of the puppies. Um be okay. Nice. Who do we got next? Joe Armstrong. Yeah. Mom's in there. Yes. So then we have Billy Joel Armstrong with Green Day. He says he re he's renouncing his US citizenship after the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. He made the comment during a June 24th performance at London Stadium as part of the band's Helena, Hella Megatour, telling the crowd, F America, I'm effing renouncing my citizen. I'm effing coming here. Like Hella Megatour? Yeah, I'm sorry. Do I care? Yeah, Hella Megatour, right? Megatour from hell. Um, I'm going to renounce my U.S. citizenship too, but I'm going to come a, become a sovereign national. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a citizen. I... I I was born in the United States. That's yep. it. Yep, that's right. Here's Taylor Swift. Citizen who, means your property of. That's why we're yeah. saying we're not saying that we don't yeah. love the country. We're not yeah. property of the country. That's right. Uh, we're property yeah. of God. Yes. Um, I wrote a blog on Taylor Swift when she had tweeted out about Trump, we're going to remove you. Um, and then I I did a, a analysis of, one of her songs and um she dresses up in leather she's coming out of a grave she's a dominatrix she's wearing the, the red boots 
um, there's a, a thing that she said, um, it's, look what you made me do. I believe, I think that's the song. I'm not sure. I don't have my notes in front of me. And um, my blog spot is my name, Shepard, S-H-E-P-A-R-D, the word entertainment.blogspot.com. And in there, there is a, a whole breakdown on Taylor Swift and her Illuminatist, uh, you know, everything that she does is in beholden to the Illuminati. So here's what she has to say. I'm absolutely terrified. Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo, Kendrick Lamar, and more denounce it. In the days following the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, musicians and celebrities spanning from Taylor Swift and Jasmine Sullivan to Billie Eilish, John Legend, Kendrick Lamar, and more have used their platform, both online and in person, to voice their, to voice their disappointment and frustration with the reversal that will strip millions of their bodily autonomy. Swift is shared in her thoughts on Friday after retweeting a letter from Michael Obama. The singer expressed her disappointment with the court's decision to strip women of their rights and abortion access. So this is where we're getting into the into the Hollywood uh, machinations. I'm absolutely terrified that this is where we are after so many decades of people fighting for women's rights to their own bodies. Today's decision has stripped us of that. And at the Obama written letter shared by Swift, the former first lady wrote she was heartbroken by the horrifying decision made by the Supreme Court adding that it will have devastating consequences. I think the devastating consequences are going to be the aftermath in which people are literally called out to kill other people who support this. I'm heartbroken that we may now be destined to learn Whoa. the painful of the time before Roe was made law of the land, a time when women risked losing their lives getting illegal abortions, Obama wrote. At a time when the government denied women control over their reproductive functions and forced them to move forward with pregnancies they didn't want and then abandoned them once their babies were born. So there's there's more and more. Here's, here's Cher, uh, who is Ms. Plastique and who also... Um, it's, I think she's still performing in Vegas. I'm not sure. Today's Trump's radical Republican Supreme Court became responsible for the deaths of hundreds of thousands of American women, wrote Cher on Twitter. They can't be prosecuted, but make no mistake, they are guilty. Today is hard. We are not done here because in this country, the conversation of fight for our civil rights will always continue. That's Cindy Lauper, time after time. I, I covered a lot of these people's music because I was in cover bands for the majority of my life. Equality for all, not just for some, stand together with those who need our help most right now. So we're seeing the outpouring of what I refer to as Hollywood um, supporting their right to kill children and Damn. also supporting their supporting um, the right for babies to be used in food. And that's what Kim was or, talking about. And their about. adrenochrome as as uh you know, Kim Clement's prophecy and that we know. So basically what they're doing is they're just outing themselves. So I think I tell people, think logically, think about what these people look like. They don't have a single wrinkle. They look, they look all fresh and new all the time. All these people, the ones yes, who are coming forward, just look at them. If this, is natural, if this is natural flavorings, there are, they're permitted to use fetal parts in it. And so you know, check all, check your Nestle products, check all of your products because people don't even realizing, don't realize that they're actually eating baby parts. Yeah, or, it's, in, it's, in a, it's a, a supplement that is, I forget the name of the company, but every major brand buys into this supplement uh, that goes into, it's in almost every food. And by the way, uh, and so one of the things that I, we, I can't say it on air legally 
legally I cannot say it on air, but the corporations and the governments are working together and they have a dirty secret and every one of our people at My Liberty Stand are trained. They know what to tell you and how you can fight it. We can't say it on air, but if you have never signed up for MyLibertyStand.com, go to MyLibertyStand.com and find out more about this, what's happening. Sorry about that. I'm pretty much done uh, on this part. Um, you know, I'll get more detailed as I do more research for my for my other show and correct well, correct some of the names. But basically, they're they're doing uh, the De Niro fu on every single. It's it's like the Mockingbird Media. Yeah, and every single venue that they're going to, that is their statement. You know, and it's again, it's pointed to uh, Clarence, and I keep wanting to say Thompson. I know it's Thomas. Um, it's pointing towards him. And the question is, again, why? Why are they pointing towards a black judge yeah. for all their wrath? Well, black justice. I mean, so because he's the highest, he's in the, he's the only black male in the highest court of the land. And it's like they think they want to control him. I mean, think about it. it, it they, they think he's like a slave for whatever. And, and notice, I just want everybody to notice too, the majority of those people that were speaking out are all white. You know, that's really important to realize. Like, these are all white people speaking out and they're all white, most likely adrenochrome users. You know, hey, sue us if you're not. We'll we'll go to um, collect a little evidence and um, yeah, prove that you're not part of the system, you know? Yeah. So yes. listen, uh, there's a couple of things I got to tie in together before we end the product, this uh particular show but uh if you don't know glastonbury is one of the biggest uh festivals in the world and this just happened and you had mentioned kendrick lamar so that's why i searched for this while you were watching the clip um this is what the festival looked like okay this is in scotland now notice that now for those of you who are just listening um the stage is a big pyramid right. <laughs> Because because that's important that they that, you know they're they're so in our faces right now and it has the illuminated capstone they're showing you their occult roots and everything else but then that guy Kendrick Lamar and he performed at the Super Bowl halftime show uh, just the last one that happened he was one of the performers he does this thing and he speaks out against the Roe versus Wade. He says he, he he blasphemes Jesus. He's on stage doing this ritual with a crown of thorns around his head, blood dripping out onto his shirt and stuff like that, probably fake blood. He's got all these demons dancing around him, and he's basically, I, I'm telling you, he's, he's blaspheming God, and he has, you know, I don't know how many, 100,000 people there or whatever the number is, cheering along he's drawing that satanic energy for you and is it satanic let me just go back to the last picture there's their stage folks yeah and jeff we need to describe the stage it literally looks like a fire um uh, it's red it looks like red lighting um and then bluish purple lighting and then there is the um uh, there's the pyramid i mean well yeah it looks like smoke the lighting is particular when you look at the red and the purples because this is MK Ultra stuff. 
Yeah, and right. what did they use? What did what did they use whenever they were um, doing the fake inauguration? Think about what color did the people have on, everybody? Um, and then what are they promoting right now in D.C.? Beyond King Tut, immerse yourself in the King Tut experience. Just saying, King Tut is part of the Egyptian, you know, it's Pharaoh, you know, I mean, it's, it's like a joke. I mean, they're promoting this so heavily through the Sun, Phoenix Times, Washington Post, Time Out Magazine. I mean, you want to talk about heavily promoting a museum experience. So go to the experience. Oh, listen, th these people do so much. But uh, listen, so here's, here's why I called this all a distraction. So is it a coincidence that the court puts out a Second Amendment ruling the day before Roe v. Wade? They know that people are going to be out rioting in the streets now. And now it's not illegal for you to carry a handgun. And who are who are these Democrats activating right now? Listen, folks, is it a good thing if for a patriot? Yeah, of course we want to protect our. It's not a mistake that these two very controversial things happened in a row. Now we're getting into the summer, and here's the thing. We've got, they're dividing all the people again. They've got the gun issue. They've got the abortion issue. Now they've got the religious freedom issue that came down Monday about the coach uh, going to be able to pray on the 50-yard line. Folks, this is all intentional. It's They're trying to create a civil war. They're getting all the attention off of, here's the big things they're not wanting you to see. Did you know? that there's diesel trucks parked all up and down the east and west coast because there's no fuel? Did you know there's major ships out in sea that they've been waiting to get into port and have ran out of fuel while out in the sea? And now in China and stuff like that, these big plants have been destroyed. They're getting rid of some of the ingredients, the ethanol and that. It goes into our diesel so the ingredients cannot be manufactured. They're shutting down the manufacturing in the United States. So guess what? Some people are reporting, and I don't have a date, but I believe it's probably some accuracy to it. There's about seven to eight weeks diesel fuel supply left in the United States right now. No trucks, no food. That's right, Jeff. And then the other thing is they are trying to withhold organs from newborn babies because they're not vaccinated completely, even though their uh, their immunes are already compromised. Um, their own doctors don't want them vaccinated, but they will not even do a heart transplant, even though they already have the heart there. And this is in Tennessee, was it? Yes, uh, Tennessee at Vanderbilt, uh, Vanderbilt University. <laughs> Vanderbilt Hospital. University. Yeah. So it's all on purpose. I'm pretty sure it's all on purpose. These poor parents, um, they were supposed to be on Stu Peters yesterday, I believe. And um, the, I think the, I think August had took a turn for the worse and the mom went to be by the baby's side. So it's very sad. Just pray for for these people because uh, it's it's the demons are out. And, you know, it's very sad. Listen, are we nearing the end of this I think, are we going to see the fall of the cabal? I think so. Mm -hmm. But you know how to wake up 
the rest of the people because your neighbors are asleep. We haven't done a good enough job. So how do we wake them up? <laughs> when you don't have food and you don't have fuel, that might wake them up, folks. Yeah. This is what it's coming down to. Get out there, start getting the message. Tell them about this show. There's a lot of truth in this show yeah. alone. Share this with people. Don't be scared to share it. If yeah, you're yeah. scared, then That's you're right. going to become a just, just go surrender to China. Right. Yeah, you, you might as well, because I mean, otherwise, we're all going to be in communism. Um, and Jeff, uh, I want to say this again, because uh, this really makes a difference to people. And I didn't even realize it. I was actually just doing it as a backup for myself. But I started a bit shoot channel um, and it's under Patriots perspective. And it has a lot of evidence from scientists, you know, that have spoken up along with the fall of the cabal series is on that channel. So I would say there's a lot of wake up material there if you are just joining this and you're just starting your awakening process. I mean, yes, the, all of our listeners who have been with us for a while, you're probably not going to find a lot new, but you may want to re-review some of those censored videos. Um, they are well, there. You can download them and everything. And share the links with those. Yeah. yeah like the yeah. Follow the Cabal is one of the greatest wake up tools out there. And Janet uh, did an amazing job oh, on oh, those okay. videos. She really did. She really did. And Penny, you did a great job in finding even what you've found and connecting the dots with Hollywood. And you know what? The nice. other thing is start calling things what they are. You know, like when Penny's referring to Hollywood as Hollywood, and I refer to Michael Obama as as Michael. I mean, that is it, it is a man. OK, we have to call things as they are. And you know what? They're not ever going to be able to prove it otherwise, because she, he was born Michael as a Michael. Okay. Michael LeVon so, Robinson, yeah, do your own exactly. research folks. And by the way, yeah. So we had a trans tranny in the white house and Obama's a flamer, but he's all Obama's also a Satanist. So that shouldn't, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's going to be a wake up call for some of you. And you're going to find out these things are true, but I got to admit that I think one of the funniest reveals, I hope it's first. I hope that Obama is the first arrest, the one that's supposed to shock people. Because I want people to find out that, that there was a tranny in the wow. White House. I think it's going to be funny as hell seeing people find out the reality of that. And yes, Christy is absolutely right. Uh, they've shown us, folks. Uh, you see junk in the trunk. Yep. <laughs> you know. Even on Ellen, multiple times. Not even, not even. you know, you got to think, like, if, if they were trying to hide it, you would wear Spanx, right, Penny? I mean... Michael could have gotten a pair of Spanx and, you know, stuff the. <laughs> I don't even know what Spanx are, but I'm going to take yeah, your word for it. Penny, Penny and I do, but I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it might have hurt Michael a little bit, but I'm sure he could have hidden it a little bit better if he had wanted to. They don't want to. They don't want to hide this stuff. Okay. Um, I mean, just look up when Obama came to Las Vegas and ordered like, uh, I forget how many thousands of dollars worth of pizzas, okay? Yeah, pizza and hot dogs, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, he wasn't actually ordering pizza. That was code. That's uh, right, yep. So we'd have to explain the whole Pizzagate thing. That we yeah, don't but, have time for that on this one. But, but just look uh, up and ask yourself, why did they need so much pizza, okay? So uh, think logically. I tell people, think logically. Why did they need so much? Why do they try to cover it up if it's not true? Why don't they sue people who say these things if we are lying? Yeah, well, we're not lying. Um, this is so obvious to those who, when God opens your eyes, God opens your eyes. And 
And listen, I, I want to leave this uh, broadcast on a positive note. Look, prepare, first of all. I'm telling you, folks, that this, this is going to be real. Uh, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm probably not. Um, <laughs> prepare, but also God is your source. Um, yes. God's yeah. given you some warning if you're hearing this and if you're able to prepare, but no matter what, you will be able to get through whatever is coming. And I think when we get through it, we're going to have a pretty good world for a few years. I think we're going to have a good figure too. What do you, what do you think, Penny? Fasting and prayer? Oh, <laughs> I hate me too. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Jeff, what about you? What do you think? <laughs> you know what? I, I constantly, you know, because listen, uh, men don't have the body issues that women go through. I think, I think that's realistic. Uh, women, there's a lot more pressure on women. But, you know, there's these guys with these six packs and stuff like that. These wimpy dudes. I got a 24 pack right here. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> and you have a Harley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. That's right. Uh, anyways, so thank you, Penny, for being here. Thank you, Christy, for everything. And, uh, you know, we'll... We're gonna be listen. We're 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 in fight mode, folks. Uh, we're just gonna call it the way it is. Um, we're in war and, mode. Jeff. And I apologize that today got a bit graphic, but listen, we got it. We got to name your enemy. You have to be able to see things for what they truly are, and uh, we're not gonna kid around anymore uh, because you need to wake up, people. You cannot sit on the couch anymore. No. You just can't. And uh, you can't, and life is never going back. Don't want, and you don't want it to go back to the way it was pre-pandemic, okay? Or pandemic. Uh, you don't want to go back that way because it was Satanists in charge. And it's time that we start living the way that God intended us to be. And if for those of you who don't know God or whatever, listen, God's not a God of all kinds of rules. He's a loving father who just cares about you and says, listen, if you touch a hot stove with your hand, your hand's going to get burned. Doesn't mean you won't go to heaven, uh, but you're going to get hurt. If you do this, it's bad for you. If you do this, you're probably going to live a happier life. And that's all it is. It isn't a bunch of rules or anything like that. In fact, the Lord sets you free just as the truth sets you free. And he is the way, the truth, and the life. And of course, I'm only talking about Jesus Christ. There are no other gods before or after him. But speaking of him, remember... Love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself and Christy. What make should they do? They should make a difference in their community, Jeff, and start using words like pandemic. Amen.